start off with some technical notes first. Okay, some of you might have noticed a little hiccup there with uh, episode 26, which I thought I published everywhere, but I guess it didn't. It could have been an anchor, no, well, another anchor glitch or just mine, but I didn't notice it till, day, uh, till today on my phone. So it got published today, even though it got published sort of everywhere after episode 27. And speaking of anchor, they just rolled out an update. They're supposed to be adding mood music, but once again, it's use the app, not the web. So guess I'm going to have to start using the, the, the app more often. And for any of you out there who are using WordPress, there's a big update coming on WordPress if you're using that for your blog. Gutenberg. Google Gutenberg for your WordPress and see how it's going to change. Yay. So it's probably going to take me a couple days to well, fix my blog when it goes crazy. Anyway, let me philosophize a bit about house rules. So um, if, unless you're living under a rock, you've probably read a recipe or two in a cookbook. And pretty much universally, there's one thing that's always said. Season to taste. And that's what house rules are. It's seasoning to taste. Now, if you want to go way back into the day of 0E, they were a necessity because the rules were so ambiguous in parts and some were completely missing. So we made house rules. And, you know, it goes back to the golden rule of rulings, not rules. So every time you make a ruling, it's a house rule. And if you've been by the blog, you fully will know I love house rules. It's got lots and lots of house rules. Do I use all of them? No. But doesn't mean I can't put them up there. Maybe someone else will find them useful. And that was my whole point. With all that being said, I have a few little philosophies about house rules. Hang on. I don't know if you could hear that, but the dogs were barking in the background. I have no idea why. Maybe the neighbor's dogs are out. They tend to like to talk between the walls, even though we're in freestanding houses. Anyway, house rules, yes. So I suppose I should start with this whole rule right here with the um, my one universal house rule that I've had that's gone beyond additions, beyond game systems, and that is pretty much simple. Um, a situation comes up, and, and I'm running the game, and I say... Roll this. And the player says, well, I don't think that's the right rule. Well, they've got their choice. Take what I got or look it up. They will quickly learn that generally what I give them is a much quicker, easier, and have a better chance of success when they take my rule rather than what's in the book. It's just usually it pops up with those really obscure rules that you rarely ever use, but it served me faithfully so far. But anyway, my philosophies on house rules. Number one, the house rule needs to be simple and easily rememberable. It should be easy to explain without lots and lots of clarifications. If your players look blankly at you, then probably you need to simplify it. Two, it's got to fit the internal logic of the game system that you're house ruling. So if you're playing D6 Star Wars and you've got, I got this neat rule about making percentile rolls for characters. Well, that's not really part of the game system, so... Figure out something else, something that fits with the internal logic of the, the game you're playing. And, well, the genre you're playing, of course. Next, 
don't be afraid to look to your players for inspiration. Just like when I and many others have talked about the game world, let them do some of the heavy lifting and let them, you know, make a suggestion or tweaks to house rules or existing rules that, you know, just may happen. And speaking of which, don't be afraid to change your house rules because it may look good on paper, it may look good in your minds, but it may not come out that well in practice. And finally, of course, there's the don't be afraid to take it out in the backyard and bury it in a shallow grave if it doesn't work at all. If it turns out not to work, admit to your your players that, well, it didn't work, we're changing the rules. And basically, as uh, Old Man Grognard, a.k.a. Glenn Alstrom, says, bye-bye. Now, there are some house rules that come out of necessity or just the way the table plays. And a good example of that is one 5e group I was in for a while. They, uh, the house rule is the spellcasters didn't make concentration checks. The reason why is they forgot to do them anyway. So, all right, screw it. We're just not going to do it. Okay, that was an easy one. Of course, also in 5e, a house rule that, in my opinion, still doesn't work, even though I was on the player side of this and I warned the DM, was in 5e, there's um, some spells that you can cast as bonus actions. The DM rule, and well, actually, I should say, the rule in the book is if you cast a spell as a bonus action, if you cast another spell, it has to be a cantrip. The DM didn't like that. I tried to explain, eh, no, that's not a good house rule. And since I was playing a sh- uh, sorcerer, I showed him why. Because, well, we're fighting a big bad and quicken Scorching Ray, followed by Scorching Ray. Big bad is now a smoldering pile of ash after what I feel was kind of an overpowered thing. But anyway, I let it stand. You know, his game, and everybody was having fun, and that's all that matters. So, house rules. You know, they, some people hate them. I love them. And like I said at the very beginning, it's all about seasoning to taste. You know, use the ones that make the game fun for you, fun for the players, fit the genre, fit the game, and so on. Okay, everybody's house rules aren't the same, they're all different, and that's a neat thing, that's a good thing. Alright, I got some call-ins too, so let's go ahead and head on over to some of those. First up, we've got Rocks Fall, Everybody Die. Hi Chuck, Arfed here, uh, just calling in, you another one of the uh, anchorites that my brother's put me on to, uh, just finished catching up with your podcast, um, thought I'd call in, say uh, en- enjoying your show, um, it was nice to hear a review on a, a product there, um, don't seem to be many reviews on the anchorites, um, I'm not sure it's the right format for doing reviews, but it made a nice change to be able to uh, get some opinions on some of the products um, that people are using rather than just uh, call outs to products so I thought it was quite a nice change anyway uh, keep up the good work Um, hope to hear some more shows from you soon thanks bye and that was Rock's Fall Everybody Dies one of the Green Brothers Uh, thank you so much for calling in and I'm glad you find the review useful Um, like I said in my original episode I hate doing reviews and I'd rather spend my time saying here's something cool you should check it out rather than you know don't buy this it sucks because there's too much the principle there's too much of that crap on the internet too many people are worried about uh, telling people what not to do rather than what they should do or what they might enjoy so uh, yeah I'll do some reviews and some thoughts on some products now and then and thank you for calling in 
Hello, Chuck. Colin Spike Pit. It would appear I've been negligent in my call-ins, mate. Um, yeah, no, I'm not upset uh, unless you think I should be. <laughs> Perhaps it's something you haven't yet said but was thinking to. <laughs> anyway, I'm just keeping my head down and listening out for when you're going to do some more on um, Sharp Swords and Sinister Spells. I know you've talked about having something in the pipeline, so I'm looking to... Looking forward to hearing more about that in the future. I uh, hope you're well. Uh, keep up the good work, mate. Catch you later. All right, next up, uh, Eric Salswittle is calling in way back on in the early episodes, the world-building rants. Um, and listen to what he's got to say on that. Hey Chuck, Eric Salzwittle here. I've been going through your back catalog and one of the episodes I was listening to you talked about world building and specifically cities and I think you make a couple really excellent points. Um, I'm one of those people that never completes anything that I'm working on because I feel like I need to work out every single darn detail that exists with a setting, place, city or whatever. And in reality, the players typically don't experience it all. So why waste all that time and anxious energy trying to complete it? You should have, like what you said, what's the major thing about the city? Do they have fantastic shrimp cocktail there? I don't know why I said shrimp cocktail, but that's just an example. So yeah, floating tower, they have a crazy marketplace, etc. Anyway, I think that's really excellent advice. Uh, look forward to hearing some more stuff. Thank you for calling in, Eric, and thank you for the praise. Um, yeah, I gotta write down more of my notes on on world building and actually do some more notes on my world, getting ready for that white box campaign that I've been blogging about. Um, but anyway, the dogs are barking and everything else. It's a little late here. I should be getting to bed, guys. So hey, it's time to put in those end credits. Thanks for listening, and you know what, Colin, I need to call you more often. All right, bye. And thanks for listening. Please visit the blog at theymightbegazebos.blog. That's theymightbegazebos.blog. And the letter B, not B, spelled out. Or visit us on Facebook to search for They Might Be Gazebos. Ask us questions and you might get an answer. If not, we'll just make up the questions and the answers. Remember, roll dice, kill monsters, take their stuff, and have fun. Intro music is Metal Mania by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons 3.0 Attribution License. Please visit his website at incompetech.com. That's incompetech.com. Really, visit it. There's also downloadable graph paper and hex paper. Additional sound effects from freesound.org, used under Creative Commons 0.1.0 Universal License.